I don't know when I will look back, whether that's in a month, in five months, in 10 years, in 20 years, or maybe it will be when I'm 80 years old. But I know for a fact that one day I will look back and be proud of myself for choosing me, for choosing to be brave instead of living a life of fear, for choosing my family, for choosing to step beyond my comfort zone. Hello and welcome to the Mental Health and Motherhood podcast. I am your host, Marika. I am a mama, a daycare provider, and a fitness coach. When I record these podcasts, I imagine us sitting together, chatting on my couch like we're best friends. My dream for this podcast is to share about my mental health and motherhood journey, to encourage you to show up for yourself, to remind you that you are not alone in this journey, and to remind you that you are extremely wildly capable of anything you set your mind to. I am so incredibly grateful that you are here, and I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. So let's dive right in. Hello, I am so excited that you're here today for today's podcast episode. It feels like it is that I've never recorded a podcast episode before. I was going to say it feels like it's been forever, but it honestly feels like this is the first time ever. So please bear with me. Uh, Today, we're just going to dive into kind of what's been going on behind the scenes. I've been MIA from podcasts, from Instagram, from just everything social media and internet wise, because I needed to unplug because of what was going on. So I'm going to share what's been going on, a little bit of what's been going on. But more importantly, I want to share some of the lessons that I've learned the past couple months, but also in the last two years since I moved to Edmonton. So let's dive right in. If you've been following me on social media or even just following along with the podcast, you know that about in the beginning, I guess in the beginning of September, I kind of went MIA. I still showed up on stories. i posted every once in a while. I did the occasional podcast, but really the big reason why I stopped showing up was because I was in survival mode. I was just trying to get to the next day. It, I was just in so much mental and emotional pain that every day felt like a million years. Um, to the point where finally in the end of September, I decided to walk away from Edmonton to move back to Ontario where I was born, where all my people are, where my support is, and to leave Edmonton, which gave me so much growth and so much love. And I'm so grateful for that place. But to leave there and to come back to the people that know me, that provide safe space for me, the community that I have. Because in Edmonton, as much as I had, you know, my day home clients and the parents and they were phenomenal, I just felt like I was missing the real connections with my friends. So Ava Rose and I, at the end of September, packed up our stuff and four days later, five days later, maybe, we did a road trip back from Edmonton, Alberta, all the way to Woodstock, Ontario, which was like a five-day trip, but it went really, really well. Honestly, for Ava Rose, she does not sit still very well, and she did so great in the car. There was not a complaint that came out of her, which made me very proud. When we got to Ontario, I just thought, you know, because I was 
I was back home. I was where my heart was, where I was surrounded by people that unconditionally loved me, that coming home, I would just be okay again, that I would magically feel all the energy that I normally feel, that I would magically be alert and be happy and have all this energy that I just didn't know what to do with, that I would just show up for the podcast, that I would show up for Instagram. But instead, what happened was all those feelings that I'd been bottling up came all at once. And instead of showing up as feelings, they showed up as exhaustion. I dropped Ava Rose off for school. I would sleep all day. I got her to bed at night. I'd go to bed at bed with her. I struggled to get out of bed. I just struggled a lot. I think finally because I was in a safe space where I knew that I could let all my emotions go and let it just be how it was instead of feeling like I needed to put a mask on. So it's been a couple weeks now. We moved in the beginning of October. Now it's the beginning of November. It's been a couple weeks. I finally feel like this week, um, I feel more like myself again. I feel happy again. I feel energetic again. And I'm not saying that those emotions that I felt then are not going to come back because they are. They're they're going to and it's going to be a lot and I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to process it and really just grow from it. So that's kind of what life has been. That's why I've been MIA because I've just been coping with what's going on in my life and I know that social media for me when I'm already struggling is just makes me struggle more because that's when I tend to compare myself to other people's lives and it just makes me be even harder on myself than I already am. So now it's for the lessons that I've learned. Um, one of my friends, when I first shared with her what was going on, that I was leaving, um, I said, honestly, I feel like I'm just suffocating right now. Like the walls are just closing in. Like I just can't breathe. Like, like I'm just going to be smushed soon. And she said back to me, it's like you're a caterpillar right now. When a caterpillar is in the cocoon, they at those last stages probably feel pretty claustrophobic. They probably feel like they are, that the walls are closing in on them, just like I was feeling. And she said, and then they have this opportunity to outgrow the cocoon and become something even more beautiful. And she says, that's what's happening right now in your life. It's not that the walls are closing in and you can't keep going. It's the walls are closing in so that you can become something even better than you are right now. So that you can step out and become even more beautiful than you are right now. So if you need that reminder right now, maybe you feel like the world is just caving in. 2020 has been a chaos year. It's been a year of COVID. It's been a year of many, many triggers, whether that's financial, emotional, mental, physical triggers. I don't know your life, but I know everyone has been affected by 2020 in different ways, in very intense ways. Um, but I want to remind you that exactly what my friend reminded me, that sometimes it feels like the world is closing in and we just don't have any hope. We don't really know where to go next. But that's when we get to break out of those walls and we get to move forward because just like I deserve to move forward, you also deserve to move 
forward. Like I said in the intro, I don't know when I'm going to look back and be proud of myself for doing what I did because it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my whole entire life. Um, But I know that future me at some point is going to look back on me right now and think, man, she was so brave. Man, she was scared as hell. But she put her feet down and just kept going. She took the big step and look how much it's improved our life. As I said, I don't know when that's going to be. I already feel pretty proud of past self from a month ago. But I know one day it's going to make me emotional to look back and say, wow, that was the turning point. Because I know, I know that this is a huge turning point in my life. But right now I can't see it. I chose to be brave when I don't even know how I chose to be brave, to be honest, Um, instead of living a life of fear and living a life of constantly just thinking that I had to settle because that's all I deserved, that this was good enough because I have anxiety and depression, so I don't deserve the best. I decided to be brave in hopes that there's something better. And what I really learned is that I can't live my life based off of how my choices are going to impact others. As much as I would love for every one of my choices to make everyone happy, that's that's not my role and re- my responsibility. My responsibility is to make choices that make me happy, that influence my life and influence Rosie's life. And that does not mean that I'm going to go out party because that makes me happy or something like that. That's not what I mean. I just mean that I can't keep living my life constantly thinking, how is this going to affect Sally Sue down the road? How is this going to affect Sally Sue that works at Walmart? Because that's how I used to live. Every choice I made was based off of how is this going to affect my anxiety and depression? And how is this going to affect other people? And if it would affect other people negatively, I just wouldn't do it. I would choose something that would benefit them over something that would benefit me, even if that meant hurting myself. This season, I have really, really also learned that it's okay to walk away, that it's okay to choose something that you think is going to bring you so much joy, so much passion, to try it out and realize it's, it's not what I need. It's not filling me. It's not helping me become the better version of myself that I aim to be. It's not helping me to serve the God that I want to serve. It's not helping me to be a better mom for Ava Rose. So I'm choosing to walk away. And man, if you would have asked me a year ago if that was an option, I would have said no. I would have literally told you that no, I need to sleep in the bed that I made. I chose this life, so I have to stay with this choice. I can't walk away. I'm not allowed. So again, if you're in a place where you're feeling like you really want to walk away, but at the same time you feel like it's not okay or it's not sociably acceptable to walk away, here's your reminder that it's okay. That everyone I thought, when I told everyone that I was coming back and I thought everyone was going to judge me, I've not heard one negative thing from any any of my people because they all support and love me and at the end of the day they want what's best for me 
And if moving across the country is what's best for me and Ava Rose, then they're going to love and support me. And that's what it looks like to have people that really do surround you with love and compassion and friendship. Um, And I think it took me the last two years to really realize who my people are. So a little bit more of what I've learned, not just in the past two months, but since I've moved to Edmonton. So in the two year span, I, I think the number one thing that I learned is that your friends, I don't know how to word this, to be honest. Um, first of all, I found friends that actually live in Ontario when I was in Edmonton through social media, through um, my Instagram account. But I found friends and the friends that I already had too now provide a safe space for me. And they always did, to be honest, but I thought that it wasn't okay to actually admit to them that I wasn't doing okay or to reach out to them when I was really struggling. Um, I just thought, you know, I'll, str- I'll when they ask, I'll let them know, but I won't actually reach out to them myself, which has been such an impactful thing for me is to reach out to someone and something I've never done before until like about a year ago is to reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety right now. My mind is telling me this. Can you just please help me work through this? Or, hey, you don't need to respond. I just need to voice this out and I just need to process this out loud and I know that you're a safe person. The safe people in my life saved me. Saved me more than they could ever know in the year of 2020 by providing a space... (coughs) that I could turn to them and without them prompting me first, message them saying, hey, this is what's going on. I'm struggling so much. Or maybe it wasn't that I was struggling. Maybe I was celebrating because I did something that was hard. Then I'd say, hey, guess what? I know you're going to be proud of me. I know you're going to celebrate with me. And we would celebrate together. For some reason, I thought before the past two years that that wasn't okay to celebrate with your friends. I always dreamed of celebrating other people, but I never dreamed of people celebrating me and my accomplishments. And whether that accomplishment meant getting out of bed or if that was a huge accomplishment like recording my first podcast, they celebrated the same because to me, it was still a step towards who I want to be. I have learned to set boundaries. I'm still working on this one, but... It's been a big thing that I've learned that I'm I'm allowed to say no. I'm allowed to say enough. I deserve better. I'm allowed to set boundaries for what I want to do, for what I love, for what I'm not willing to accept as acceptable. I'm allowed to say no. Again, a thing I did not know before. Um, 2020 has really just been that year for me it's taught me that it's okay to set boundaries on social media it's okay to set boundaries with friends it's okay to set boundaries with myself even um another thing that I have learned after over 15 years maybe even longer of absolutely hating myself I've learned to love myself and I think that if the past two years didn't happen, that I wouldn't have ever learned to love myself the way I love myself now. Um, And I've also learned to reconnect with God. And maybe you're not a person of faith, and I'm not saying you need to go have a faith and all this. But for me, 
my God provides me a lot of safety and a lot of strength and a lot of hope. And the fact that I was able to reconnect just makes me so happy to be able to turn to him. Um, I have finally, and I think this is the first time in my life, learned my worth and learned my value. Still struggle with it. Don't get me wrong. But I finally see that who I am, who I am, who I really am, not just who I am when I put my masks on, but who I really am is worthy. And my true self is valuable and lovable. And just that after thinking years over 15 years that I was worthless that the world would be better off if I died that I had to self-harm at one point in order just to feel alive that I did those things to my body I can't believe that someone who once hated myself so dearly that I ended up in the hospital after overdosing is now someone who loves herself that literally looks in the mirror and says, wow, you are so wonderful. Wow, you are so amazing. You are so capable. Those things, old me would have never imagined saying to myself. I have learned that it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. And that everyone is broken in some way. Whether that means a little crack or just completely shattered. Everyone is broken and everyone is struggling through their own storm. I have found out that reaching out, as I mentioned earlier, reaching out to my people actually makes me way stronger than keeping it all to myself. I have learned to be intuitive with my body, with my mind, just to really listen. Um, and I think the number one thing that I want you to get out of this um, when you're listening to this because I've kind of just shared what I've learned. Um, the number one thing I want you to remember from this podcast episode, huh, that's hard. <laughs> I don't have any notes today, so I'm kind of just going based off of what my mind is at. Um, but I want you to remember that you are worthy, that you are valuable, that setting boundaries does not make you the enemy or a horrible person, but rather it makes you, you. And you deserve to have boundaries, just like everyone else deserves to have boundaries. And lastly, that stop living your life based off of how your choices are going to impact everyone else. Because no matter what, there's going to be people that hate your choices. There's going to be people that judge you. There's going to be people that look at your journey and say, wow, she's so broken wow, they, you know, they suck or whatever. Oh, they made that choice. Don't do it for them because there's always going to be people that hate what you're doing. Do it for you. What brings you joy? What brings you happiness? If dancing makes you happy, make time to dance every day. Maybe dancing drives you nuts and you can't stand to dance. Maybe then journaling makes you happy or maybe then knitting makes you happy or painting really this is your life and you only have one of it. And you know what? Maybe you're stuck like I felt stuck and you're thinking, well, I just don't know. I, I just don't know. I've decided to do this. And if if I back out now, then it'll look like I'm failing and all of this. 
This coming from someone who maybe other people are looking at my life right now and thinking I'm in a lot of pain and that I'm failing and that I'm suffering. It is so much better to be have stepped out and just did the leap of faith, brave thing than to live your life in fear, to live your life with regret. And I've really learned in the year of 2020 that I would rather live a life of fear and quote unquote failure in other people's eyes than to always hold myself back and to just settle and to just be okay with how life is going. Um, so that is all for today. I am aiming to start at least one episode per week starting next week, which I'm so pumped for, guys. You guys have no idea. I'm just excited. I want to dive into all of those lessons more deeply on future episodes and just really share more about what I've learned and what this broken situation is actually been completely different than a broken situation. It's actually been a healing situation for me. Um, so I can't wait. If you vibed with this episode, if you want to make some comments or let me know what you thought about it, message me on Instagram. It's at underscore mental health mama underscore. If you don't already follow me, please follow me. I cannot wait to hear back from you. And I hope that you just have such a wonderful day.